the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Folks, welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show. Back again, eh? Glutton for punishment, eh? When will you ever learn? Now, here's the host that you hate to love, the man who was the reason your friend sponsored your last intervention, Eric Metaxas! Hey, folks, welcome to the program. Uh, I get a little silly and giddy uh, when I talk to... to the man I have as my guest today. It's been about almost a year since we had him on, but uh, I, I got to tell you, I have uh, loved him and his writing uh, and his opinions for many years, many years. We met in the, back in the 80s when we was just kids. And uh, he's my guest right now, James Howard Kunstler. Willkommen to the program. It's a pleasure to be with you, Dr. <laughs> Metaxas. If people want to find you, and they should try, they can go to Kunstler.com. Kunstler, of course, is the German word for artist. Kunstler. Kunstler. Right. Kunstler.com. But you, you, um, you, you are uh, tough to sum up because you have written many novels and many books uh, on, on nonfiction books on varying uh, subjects. Uh, if people go to Kunstler.com, they can uh, find your writing um, on current events. And that's what uh, drew me back to you um, after these many months. Uh, you, you, you wrote a piece that's, I think, up right now um, about uh, the week. And the, the, the problem with, with, with you, Jim, it, it's kind of like my friend John Zmirak. Your writing is so good that I just want to read what you've written, but we're not going to do that. I'll go ahead. I'll just light a cigarette. Yeah, you light a cigarette and I'll read. But uh, I will will read, actually, the first couple sentences just so people can get a sense of where where we mean to go. Um, uh, You start out the essay. It says, I hope you agree this has been an instructive week for our republic, sinking to the bottom as fast as the Titan submersible on its way to consort with its grandmama, the RMS Titanic. Here's what I learned, for instance, from special counsel John Durham's visit to the House Judiciary Committee. When asked why he did not seek grand jury testimony from the primary culprits in the Russia collusion hoax, Comey, McCabe, and Strzok, he told the room it would have been unproductive because they habitually claim to not recall anything when testifying in Congress. Ladies and gentlemen, if that doesn't make you want to pull your hair out, you're not listening carefully. Jim Kunstler, uh, where do you take it from there? You are a very um, astute observer of what's going on, and you really do have a beautiful talent in communicating. 
Uh, and so the piece that you've written at Kunstler.com on this subject made me think I've got to to reach out to you. And I was kind of horrified when I realized how long it's been since we were last together. But w- what is the gist? What is the gravamen? And then we'll get to the gist of what you write. Well, by the way, that was uh, my Friday piece. Uh, I write uh, my blog comes out on Mondays and Fridays. So we're speaking on Monday, uh, the day after the uh, coup in Russia. So uh, Friday, well, I was reviewing the Durham appearance. And it's still up there. You can if you go to the archive, you know, it's a, it's a next to last one. Anyway, wh- where do you take that? Well, pretty simple. If you were living in a republic that operated under good faith, you would take it to the Justice Department. But since it's the ju- it's the very Justice Depart- Department itself that is operating in bad faith, uh, then uh, it's very hard to find any place to take it. And it's one of the things that is confounding the people of this country and making them crazy. And uh, and I think they are getting quite crazy. I, I must say, I speak to old friends frequently. Uh, you know, I'm kind of an old guy, and I got a lot of old friends, including a lot of people who used to be uh, hippies. Uh, you know, who used to be in in favor of a free press and in fra- favor of free speech and in favor of uh, all that stuff. Yeah, it was kind and of a big thing back in the day for about two, for about 220 years and change. Free speech was considered to be part of our constitutional, you know, kind of the basics. Yeah, and not an unimportant part yeah. either. Yeah. But my old friends are not in favor of that anymore. Uh, they, they're crazy for war. They're crazy for the FBI and surveillance. And uh, they're remarkably uninformed about anything. So really what you're seeing is a society that is having one trip after another laid on it, as we used to say. And it's a remarkable uh, and appalling circumstance that we find ourselves in. So you really have to work hard uh, to, uh, to wend your way to what reality is in, in this uh, current setting. I guess the, the, the question becomes, to, to quote for one word, uh, William F. Buckley, the question becomes, uh, where do we go from here? You know, it's one thing to say, oh, this is infuriating. Then the question is, what next? I mean, y- your, your writing uh, gives me hope only because it's so clear. And I think that there are others who see what is happening. The, the question is, what can we do? And I, I keep saying, you know, as I travel around the country speaking, that it's sort of like if you ask George Washington in 1776, hey, how's it going? Uh, it's not going well. But that does not mean we might not conceivably win. You know, if providence be for us and if we fight with everything we have, we should not be defeatist. Um, if he'd been defeatist, uh, we, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be here losing the very... Well, uh, that, that's exactly you know, right. I think about... Uh, I think, you know, it, it puts me in mind of uh, Washington at Valley Forge in 1777 when uh, he had lost, really, a tremendous hope and and uh, they had no idea what they, how they were going to get through this ordeal. And a lot of uh, American conservatives, or people who at least are not on the left now, uh, are really... Uh, uh, have really been pummeled uh, with hopelessness. But uh, and as much as we don't want to think that we have to uh, return to this device, this awkward device of impeachment, 
I think that we're going to have to go there with Merrick Garland first and Joe Biden second, because Merrick Garland really truly has weaponized the justice system. It's intolerable. And Joe Biden appears to be uh, quite an accomplished uh, crook and uh, has uh, uh, committed bribery at, at just in a way that, would, that we've never seen with a chief executive. So you think impeachment is the way to go. I think hanging him up down, upside down from a lamppost with his girlfriend is really the precedent that I'm looking for. But uh, <laughs> That's the Mussolini model, isn't that's, it? Yeah, that's what they call it. They call it the Mussolini model uh, of dealing with corruption. Um, but honestly, uh, you're, I want to say to my audience again, uh, if, they, if they can go to Kunstler.com, your writing is so... Wonderful, because, I mean, this is, you know, this is I can threaten to to filibuster you just by reading what you wrote. You say in the in the four year lead up to his personal appearance in the House, many of us were fooled into thinking Mr. Durham was a serious dude. I sure was. Turns out the ferocious facial hair masked a rather timorous persona. (laughs) That's very Jim Kunstler. I've known you for the years and that's why I love your writing. But you're exactly right. We all it was thought, wasn't it? Because he had this look on his face in the picture that we saw over and over and over. It's the only picture ever taken of him. You know, we kind of expected him to be a little bit more ferocious. We're going to go to a break. Uh, folks, uh, you owe it to yourself to go to Kunstler.com, K-U-N-S-T-L-E-R.com. We'll be right back with the man himself. Don't go away. Hey, folks, you know how much I love Mike Lindell? Well, right now, my pillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the My Slippers the number one selling My Pillow product, and I have a feeling you want to stock up right now when you hear the offer. When you use my promo code ERIC, you'll get the all-season slippers for $25, regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out. Trust me, my slippers have an exclusive four-layer design. You won't find any other slipper. Patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all-new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for $25, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code ERIC or call 800-978-3057, 800-978-3057 for this incredible offer. So please order now. For more than 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their values and their exceptional service. They're an example of putting the cause ahead of profits, and it's why I am proud to partner with them. Starting today, Patriot Mobile is extending their Black Friday deal to the Every Friday Matters deal, and you can get a free smartphone when you switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're Supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, our veterans and first responders, and more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your existing phone, or for a limited time, get a free smartphone from Patriot Mobile. Go to patriotmobile.com slash metaxas or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. Again, get a free smartphone with promo code FRIDAY76. This is a limited time offer. Join me, make the switch today. patriotmobile.com slash metaxas or call 972-PATRIOT. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful at lowering or eliminating 
pain. I'm often asked that question just the other night. I was asked that question. Well, the owners of Relief Factor tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and I agree with them. And the doctors who formulated Relief Factor for them selected the four best ingredients, yes, 100% drug-free ingredients, and each one of them helps your body deal with inflammation. Each of the four ingredients deals with inflammation from a different metabolic pathway. That's the point. So approaching from four different angles may be why so many people find such wonderful relief. If you've got back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or just getting older, you should order the three-week quick start discounted to only $19.95 to see if it'll work for you. It has worked for about 70% of the half a million people who've tried it and have ordered more. I'm one of them. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out about this offer. Feel the difference. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Beyond the sea, somewhere My lover stands on golden sand. Welcome back, folks. Uh, I have the joy of speaking with James Howard Kunstler, whom you can find at Kunstler.com, who who writes twice a week, as I now understand it, uh, at Kunstler.com. So the piece you put out on Friday, last Friday, um, you're writing about just the uselessness of of uh, of Durham. but what's interesting is it seems to happen over and over that these people that we think are finally going to take action. Uh, I don't know. Um, what, what was it? I try not to follow this stuff for my mental health. But but Kevin McCarthy said he didn't think right now was a good time to uh, to do any number of things to impeach Joe Biden. Yeah. You know, impeach- he changed his mind today. Apparently he changed his mind today, apparently, because in the news, He's now suggesting that we got to impeach. Uh, you know Merrick what I Garland. think probably happened? I'm just guessing Lauren Boebert threatened him with a handgun. <laughs> that's the only thing. Maybe that's what it takes. That's the only thing that it takes. Thank you, Lauren Boebert. She's just my sister in the faith, and I love her, and she's got guts but and, uh, and guns uh, and guns. Eric, are you disappointed by the performance of the, uh, the, the Republican House? That they really haven't taken this stuff by the horns and really run with it. Yeah, you you could you could say that I am. I've, I it's kind of funny because I was on this bizarre uh, private conference call with Speaker McCarthy, listening to him d- defend himself in a sense, and I was undeniably impressed actually with what he said. I thought, you know what, uh, he he's he's no dummy. 
Um, but I think, you know, what, what this, I mean, it always, everything always reminds me of a line from The Godfather about, you know, we need a wartime consigliere. The fact is that what a prudent person would do is not always the right thing to do. And we need to be sometimes a little wild. Uh, and I think that is the appeal for many people of Donald Trump. Uh, d- doing the prudent thing uh, sometimes is, is, is simply wrong. I mean, it reminds me of, you know, Chamberlain versus Churchill. I, I think that uh, a lot of people, and I don't mean to necessarily go there, but you, 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 you have to be a little bit more of a risk taker. Uh, and I think that that's part of the problem is that he he's you know, you don't get I guess you don't get to be the speaker of the house without having that kind of a personality, which is kind of unfortunate. But what about you? Well, where has, what was your where position? Has pru- where has the prudent thing led to uh, uh, led for us over the last uh, six years? What it's led to is that nobody in the government has been called to account and held responsible for their extremely bad behavior, including their criminal behavior. Nobody's been held to account for it. Well, and, th- that's, uh, yeah. that's not okay. That's why because I'm part of the Boebert wing of, of, the, uh, of Congress, I have to say, you know, not the McCarthy wing, because there are, um, th- there are people who seem to understand that we have to be, uh, you know, a little bit radical because that's what we're dealing with. I mean, what we're dealing with, these are sheer, these are criminals. Um, and, and as you say, they're, get, they're getting away with it. So I'm glad to hear that you are also disappointed in that. But, you know, the Boebert thing is a little bit tricky because she wants uh, to uh, impeach Joe Biden because of the border problem. And the border is a tremendous problem and a tremendous insult to the American public. We're just letting anybody just flood over the border. Uh, However, you know, that's not really their strong suit uh, with Joe Biden. Their strong suit is that the guy is demonstrably crooked, that he took bribes. And, you know, what the Constitution reads is, you know, bribery, treason or other high crimes and misdemeanors. So, uh, you know, bribery is right there. And that's exactly what we have seen in the evidence so far. And that would probably be the, the, you know, the crime that he needs to be uh, impeached for. And pretty promptly. I'm talking to James Howard Kunstler, whom I call Jim, Jimmy Jimbo. And uh, you can find him at Kunstler. Com. What we're talking about uh, is where we are in the nation. Like, oh, wow, uh, where are we in the nation is not uh, in some ways it's not a fun subject. But you were saying that you think it's about time uh, that they impeach uh, Christopher Ray and uh, no, I'm sorry, Merrick Garland and uh, and Biden. The thing is, Jim, that. Um, a lot of this seems obvious to me. So it's an issue of will. I was saying a few minutes ago, you know, this idea that you have to have people that are that are willing to hang it out there to go. You know, when you when you just talked about Biden's corruption, I think of Claude Rains in Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, like just the absolute hack, you know, power guy. He's been in there. He knows how the system works. He's going to make money. He's going to punish those who oppose him. That's always the human temptation. And our founders created a system where uh, we're, we're able to work against those forces. But if you don't check those forces or you don't check a career like Biden's, it grows to the point where 
he really seems like a like a power drunk madman. I mean, what what we saw with the Hunter Biden laptop and what we're seeing come out now, it's beyond something we would make up. It's something beyond uh, almost what you would write in one of your novels. It's it doesn't seem it it just seems to be about as crazy and as corrupt as we could even imagine. Yeah, the country has really been uh, subjected to one absurdity after another for 10 years. Uh, and none of this adds up. And, uh, you know, if you if you keep it going long enough, you're just going to destroy the, the culture. And we're succeeding at that. So uh, we need to do something pretty serious now. And that that is, uh, you know, take a stand, uh, understand that uh, the guy who was supposedly elected in 2020, and I'm, you know, I'm not too sure about that either, um, that uh, he's, uh, he's really got to go because the proof of, of the evidence of his uh, misconduct is just piling up so high that it's like some kind of a, it's like some kind of a, a fortification around him almost. That's uh, the higher they pile it up, right? The the less inclined they seem to be to even you know find him and and make him call him to account for it. Well, again, words uh, fail us in trying to explain or describe what we have seen. This is the United States of America. This is not Caligula's Rome. I mean, we really have had higher standards. The worst of our corrupt politicians haven't been this bad. I mean, I I don't know who you'd have to look to as a model, maybe Lyndon Johnson. I mean, you know, somebody who has been in power for a long time, who knows how to work the power and bully people and get his way and is not beyond having people killed or whatever they need to do. I mean, that kind of pig is not really normative uh, in American public life. But it seems to me that what's been coming out with Biden, uh, it's, it's, it's actually hard to look at. I think, honestly, part of my explanation for how we've gotten here is that it's so painful that a lot of people just are forced to look away. Uh, I go along with uh, Matthias Desmet's explanation for what's going on psychologically with the group known as the United States of America, yeah. you know, this collection of 340 million people. And uh, Desmet uh, was the author of The uh, Psychology of Totalitarianism. He's a professor of psychology at the University of Ghent. And um, he uh, dragged into the arena this idea called mass formation psychosis. And, uh, you know, it's the same kind of uh, behavior psychologically that drives some of the great hysterias and and really bad social movements in world history, including, you know, the the way that the Germans uh, submitted to Nazism and and the ideas associated with it and and allowed a lot of really terrible things, terrible acts to be performed. And um, I think that's what's happening based on. The conversations that I have with old friends who are, you know, still registered Democrats, they literally don't know anything about this stuff. They 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 don't know what was in Hunter Biden's laptop. They don't know it was stuffed with deal memos about, you know, multimillion dollar bribes from China and and uh, Romania and Russia and other places. They, they don't know any of this. And and um, so uh, there's no pressure on, on the, you know, these politicians to do anything about it. And uh, I suppose the main failure these days has got to be the news media because it's just and it's very hard to account for that for their failure, because 
they can't all be bought off. I mean, every reporter on every paper across the United States, they can't be bought off. They, they really just got to be, uh, you know, in some really bad psychological space where their, their brains are not fully functioning. Well, I mean, you say they can't be bought off, but it's not money. It's basically wanting the approval of their peers, not, be, That's not to true. be the one who, you know, who fails to say Heil Hitler loudly. I don't want to be that. I don't want people to look at me. I'm not weird. We'll be right back talking to James Howard Kunstler. Don't go away. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. In a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time anytime. You'll see transparent pricing on each coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. This new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. You're going to love this free new tool they've added, Legacy pminvestments.com legacypminvestments.com check it out hey this is eric metaxas for years i've told you about nutramedics a professional supplement brand trusted by doctors since 1993 nutramedics offers a variety of health bundles whether you want to support your immune system improve your sleep promote joint comfort or detoxification support nutramedics has a health bundle right for you the best part about nutramedics every year they donate a minimum of 50 percent of their profits to christian charities and missions that's right 50 percent of their profits nutramedics has a goal of surpassing 100 million in giving by 2030 many of you take supplements already switch to nutramedics it's the highest quality and they donate 50 percent of their profits get 15 percent off by using the code eric during checkout go to nutramedics.com and search health bundles support your health while helping others in need go to nutramedics that's n-u-t-r-a-m-e-d-i-x.com nutramedics.com use the code eric for 15 percent off again nutramedics n-u-t-r-a-m-e-d-i-x.com nutramedics.com use the code eric for 15 percent off Folks, welcome back. I'm talking to James Kunstler, Jim Kunstler. You can find him at Kunstler.com. Jim, you know, we're talking about how we get here, and it really does remind me. Michael Medved, like 30 years ago, wrote a book called Hollywood versus America, where he makes the case that uh, everybody in Hollywood wants to be cool. They want to be part of the in crowd. So even though all the money at that time was like in G-rated films, you know, like E.T. or whatever, they wanted to make the edgy films, even though they wouldn't make as much money because it's about peer pressure and groupthink. 
And so, in other words, it's not reality-based. It's, ba- it's kind of based on how do I look good in my little world, Jim. I don't think there's any question that status is a, is a big part of what's going on. You know, there, there's part of the primate brain that's really tuned into status. And uh, so much of the, uh, the activity that you see in woke behavior— you know, uh, all the, the gender and race uh, business that's been going on, uh, a, a lot of that is key to status. So people get brownie points for, uh, you know, uh, pretending to believe in one thing or another. And um, they're not getting brownie points from other things in our society, like for achieving something, for leading a purposeful life, uh, you know, for the things that people used to get brownie points for. So now they're getting brownie points for for basically talking about things that are not real and for uh, engaging in sort of fairy tale behavior. And that's very dangerous because, you know, you, it, it, you end up living in opposition to reality. Well, and Jim, that's where we are. The only, the only thing is that... This has been going on for a long time. I think I'm trying to remember the anecdote, but it, was it Pauline Kael? There was a there was a piece on Pauline Kael, who was the uh, film critic for The New Yorker for uh, 10,000 years. But she um, <laughs> I think she famously said uh, in 72 that she didn't know anyone who didn't vote for McGovern. And I thought to myself, that yeah. sums things up in a nutshell, the cognoscenti, the cultural elites don't know anyone who knows anything like what you know or I know or other people know. They, they're, they're, they're cordoned off from that stuff, which is to say from much of reality, and they're able to function uh, in an alternative universe where, you know, the, the worst thing in the world would be that Donald Trump would get back because everyone knows he's Hitler. Everyone knows that. And if you know that, you'll do anything anything to make sure he doesn't get back in. But that's part of, you know, when you talk about the media, the failure of the media, let's, you know, your uh, generation, I mean, you go back to Woodward and Bernstein, it was anti-establishment. They were looking to take down the people in power. And then, of course, all of them became the people in power. And here we are. No, I was a newspaper reporter myself in the 1970s. Actually, it was a great time to be a reporter. I was a reporter during Watergate, although I was not on that story. But I was a columnist at the paper at a very early age. This is like 50 years ago. And, uh, you know, I was avid to get whatever interesting story I, I could go after. And, uh, you know, the, the people on the staff of the New York Times and the Washington Post now are faced with these stupendous crimes, this cavalcade of, of really bad behavior. And they just show no zeal whatsoever for, for, you know, for pursuing any of it with these facts just staring them in the face. So it's hard to imagine how embarrassed they're going to be, you know, when the time finally comes that they're going to have to face this. And they will. I do think that something interesting has, has entered the arena, shall we say. And that is the appearance of Bobby Kennedy Jr. Oh, yes. And Bobby Kennedy Jr., among other things, what he does is he presents to the public the persona of a normal person. And a decent person, in contrast to so much of what we see elsewhere. And I'm telling you, he's going to turn the Democratic Party upside down and inside out before this thing is over. And I really think that he's probably going to drive a lot of those demons out of the party, uh, you know, if he doesn't bring the, the, the main tent pole crashing down altogether. 
So that is that's really a game changer now. Um, I think Joe Biden is actually toast. I I actually think that he's only pretending to run for president for re-election. I don't think there's any possibility that it's really true. I it's have said exactly that. He's an I, imposter. I just said that I think yesterday on the program. I, there's no doubt that it's over for him. That we we have. Uh, I'm sure that the, the whoever is actually running the Democratic Party in the White House knows that this can't go on. And right now they're wargaming their future. You know, what, what do we do? Does Kamala Harris get hit by a car or should we let her be president for 10 minutes? Um, we've lost, yeah, the, vid- we lost, uh, we've lost the video again. feed, but we'll, we'll keep going. Um, I honestly think, uh, Jim, that the people behind the scenes are freaking out because they can see that no matter how much you try to protect Joe Biden. It the evidence has come out and out and out. It it just doesn't seem possible to me that he'll finish his term, much less actually run for another term. The guy can't possibly be more unequipped to be uh, the the leader of this country. I mean, the the evidence of his bribery is one thing, but he's also completely non-compass mentis. He doesn't seem to know where he is half the time. We have every reason to believe that he's not making any of the decisions that are coming out of the executive office. Which, so, as far as I'm you know, concerned, he's really got to go. Is a little bit unconstitutional. Yeah, just a, just a wee bit. Just a wee bit. So uh, you know, this country is is struggling mightily with this problem, and uh, half the country just doesn't want to see it. I speak to people every day, and the first thing I, you know, the second thing I ask them, not the first thing after, how are you? Is how's Joe Biden doing? <laughs> and they think he's doing We're gonna, a great job. It just ki- it kills me. We've lost the video feed. I think we have to end the program uh, there, Jim. We've got to get you back ASAP. Uh, Folks, stick around. Are you tired of not getting a good night's sleep? Well, my friend Mike Lindell has created the perfect solution. He didn't just stop at the pillow. He also created the Giza Dream bed sheets made from the world's best cotton called Giza. These sheets are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. And now for a limited time, you can get 50% off the Giza Dream sheets with prices starting as low as $29.98. These sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors and have a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Take advantage of this amazing offer. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square and use promo code Metaxas at checkout. You can also find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper and MyPillow towel sets. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Take advantage of this amazing offer. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square and use promo code Eric at checkout. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Call 800-978-3057 or go to MyPillow.com now and use promo code Eric. Hey, get rhythm When you get the blues Come on, get rhythm When you get the blues get a rock Hey there, folks. Welcome back. You didn't expect it, but Albin Sadar Here I am. is with me. He is now the author of Obvious. Uh, and Albin, you um, came up with something, uh, and I just said we've got to do some segments that are called What Boils My Potato? 
Yes. What ticks me off? Yes. What gets under my skin? Chaps what hacks my me hide. off? What checks yeah. my whatever? You got it. Yeah. What boils my potato? Mm. Now that's original to you, the phrase. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it actually came from a Simpsons episode, but I thought, you know, this is perfect for this kind of things. You know, it's something that gets my goat and uh, boils my potato. Now, who said that, Grandpa Simpson? Yeah. yeah so it was like a woman that actually used it in a, a nice way. She looked at some good-looking guy and said, "Oh, he really boils my potato." And okay, I tried to that- use it. But but that's a different. I mean, even it's a though you the phrase, yeah. this is what hacks me off. That's what right. boils. Uh, that really it. chaps my yeah, potato. Okay, so Albin, <laughs> let me ask you the question, if you don't mind. Okay, what is it that boils your potato? Okay, this is the first thing that ever boiled my potato. I'm going to repeat it here. It's the because I see it all the time, and everybody sees it. School bus. It says right on a big yellow bus. It says school bus. Now, are our kids that dumb that they don't see a bus come by and it says school that they don't know that's the bus for them? It has to say bus. Like, oh, it says school. Oh, it's a school bus. Oh, okay. I mean, FedEx. It doesn't say FedEx truck. And, the, and these big buildings in Washington, D.C., they, they actually do this. It says, you know, uh, official office building. It'll say building. It'll but say, it, like, Hoover Building. Yeah. And it's a big, giant stone structure. That's a building. And you it's telling to, you that it's a building. And it's in stone. They write it in it's stone. It's like instead of it just saying milk, it says milk carton. That's right. There How you go. stupid is that? You know something, Albin? Yeah. Very few things boil my potato to the extent that what you've just mentioned boils my potato. It does. I want to tell you, these things boil my potato, too. Yeah. Honestly, the idea that a building says, you know, J. Edgar Hoover, FBI building, uh, <laughs> that's... It's that's, not J. Edgar Hoover. We know it's not him. You know, it's like saying, like, just to be clear, this is not J. Edgar Hoover. This is his building. This is just a building named after him. Yeah. Okay, now... I okay. want to tell you something, what, what boils my potato, because you just made me think of it. Now, folks, you think I'm making this one up. Some of you know I'm not making this up. This is just unbelievable. I think I've seen this in taxi cabs. I think I've seen this on the screen on a plane when I'm on a plane. Yeah. And I'm not making this up. In tiny letters, in tiny letters, it says... If you are visually impaired, <laughs> oh, God. click here. And I'm not joking. <laughs> it, it's so tiny. And it says, if you are visually impaired, click here. And I thought, ladies and gentlemen, if I were visually impaired, there's no way I would be able to read the sentence, if you are visually impaired. What genius what <laughs> genius came up with that? And what geniuses have allowed it to continue? I mean, talk about something that boils my potato on behalf of yes. the visually impaired. Okay. okay. Hey, here's another thing. This happens all the time to me and to others. You know, when you trip accidentally and then somebody says, watch your step. If you would have told me that like one second earlier, I wouldn't have tripped. So don't think you're, oh, I'm doing you a favor. Watch your step. No, you're not. That's, you know, virtue sync link. It's also, it's also, it's kind of like saying Gesundheit when somebody sneezes. They're kind of, they're kind of giving you this kind of general, uh, you know, it's not, the only problem is it feels a little bit like I told you so. Like it feels, that's right. It feels ungracious, like watch your step. But I think what they're saying is be careful Generally speaking, be careful. So that doesn't boil my potato 
in the way these other things do. But thank you for pointing it out. Well, here, now, here's a, a woman that actually wrote in. She's a fan named Eleanor. Now, I'm not going to say anything more about Eleanor because we only have one fan of the show named Eleanor, and everybody knows who that is. Okay. But she wrote this one is as a boils her potato. When someone bumps into you, let's say on the street, and they say, my bad, instead of saying, I'm sorry, just say, I'm sorry. You bump into somebody, I'm sorry. Not, my bad. <laughs> I don't like that. Um, I hate the phrase, my bad. It's just pathetic. And that, that also boils my potato. Yeah. So in these my boils, the boils my potato segments, I just want to weigh in when something particularly also boils my potato. Okay, good. That is, the proper thing would be to say, excuse me, yes. I'm so sorry. Yes. My bad is... I mean, you're making an effort, but it's such a small effort <laughs> it's a, it's a that it's almost insulting. That's right. so, so my bad <laughs> no. is uh, it's part of the decline of culture. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, and to add to that, uh, what boils my potato is when people say thank you. And the answer is the, the rejoinder is no problem. Yeah. I want to be clear. That is incorrect. Yeah, it is. When somebody says thank you, you should say you're welcome. Now, memorize this. I know it's tough because it's two words in a row. <laughs> That's right. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. You yes. can also say, my pleasure. Uh, but, but when somebody says thank you and you go, no problem, that just reads to me as sloppy. Yeah. And consequently, it boils my potato. There you go. Now, this one you'll, you'll hear a lot in sports, literally and figuratively, and you'll appreciate this as an English major. He literally lost his head on that play. No, he figuratively lost it. His head didn't separate from his shoulders, okay? It's like Fun Facts Friday boils my potato. It, we don't literally boil a potato. It's, it's a figurative well, this expression. Is the, again, this is the decline of civilization, and folks, you're either part of the problem or you're part of the solution, but you need <laughs> to understand the meaning of the word literally. And by the way... Yeah. If English is your first language, you're responsible for English words. Literally uh, is one of them. So when you say, you know, it literally blew my mind, what you are saying is it genuinely, literally blew your mind. We know that didn't happen because you wouldn't be talking if it blew your mind. So people sometimes think literally means like extremely, like it's a modifier. Uh, It doesn't mean... It doesn't mean what you think it means if you're misusing it. All right, we're out of time. This has been uh, a Boils My Potato segment with Albin Sadar. We'll be back. Are you tired of not getting a good night's sleep? Well, my friend Mike Lindell has created the perfect solution. He didn't just stop at the pillow. He also created the Giza Dream bed sheets made from the world's best cotton called Giza. These sheets are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. And now for a limited time, you can get 50% off the Giza Dream sheets with prices starting as low as $29.98. These sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors and have a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Take advantage of this amazing offer. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square and use promo code Metaxas at checkout. You can also find deep discounts in all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper and MyPillow towel sets. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Take advantage of this amazing offer. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square and use promo code Eric at checkout. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Call 800-978-3057 or go to MyPillow.com now and use promo code Eric. Hey there, folks. Welcome back. As you know, now and again, uh, Alvin Sater comes on the program I to do. do a 
What Boils My Potato segment. This is a What Boils My Potato segment in which we discover what it is that boils your potato. What is it, Albin, that boils your potato? Well, some of these things are obvious. And, of course, my new book is out now, Obvious. And I just want people to know that. You can get it at Amazon.com and Barnes & Noble. The title of the book is, is obvious. It should be obvious. Should be. And it actually is obvious. Yeah, so yeah. that shouldn't boil anyone's potato. This one actually is the biggest one for my wife. This is going to be like a family edition here. My wife really gets on me when I get this wrong, and, and other people, fewer and less. Here's an example. One time, someone was on the platform, and I said, hey, Ann, there's fewer people here than, than yesterday on the platform going into taking the train in. She said, it's not fewer, it's less. There are no, no, no you I'm got sorry, it backwards. It's the other way around. That's I right. got it. You got I'm it. I'm so glad. I was, I was thinking, I'm like, wait a minute, you're saying it right. I'm saying it right. There, and right. I said there were less people on this platform than, than yesterday. And she said, fewer. It's a number. It's a number is fewer. You know, less if my is wife volume. would dare to correct me that way in public, that's the end of our marriage, folks. Okay. No, in all seriousness, that's called it love. It might have been under our breath. That's, <laughs> that's, that's called fewer. love when, 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 uh, when we. As spouses, you know, we bless each other, we help each other, right? So here you have a wife who gets this, right? And she's saying that when it is a number, we say fewer, right? We don't say less. Less is an amount. Now, you can understand why people would say there are less people here today. Yeah. So it's not like there, there are certain cases where it would be very wrong. In the case of when you said it, it's technically wrong. You should say there are fewer people. Right. But it's good. I, I think here's the key. It's important for people to be aware of what they're saying. And I think that we get very sloppy. We become increasingly casual as a culture when it comes to how we speak and how we dress and in every way. And I think being aware of the words we're speaking, and that's a classic case, to, yeah. to be aware of, of whether one says fewer or less. And so if it's a number, uh, we say fewer. There are fewer people here today than there were yesterday. Uh, less would be the amount. Right. Uh, and you don't really think of people in terms of amount because it's, you know, it's a number of people. Yeah. But, um, Unless they're really heavy. But, but I also wrote this down. The last verse of Amazing Grace does this wrong. It goes like this. When we've been there 10,000 years bright shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. We have no fewer days. I'm waiting for okay, my now wife wait, now wait a to second. yell out in church. This was, written, this was written in the late 18th century, and word usage changes over time. So we're going to have to give John Newton and others a pass on that. We have to give them a pass because word usage changes over time. Except for one thing. I think that last verse was actually added. I don't think it was a John Newton verse. You I know, think I was last... just going to say that, yeah. that. And if it was recent, like as even within the last 50 or 60 years, they I used the wrong. You know what? I'd love to. Now I, lo- I want to know. Yeah. Because there, there, somebody, I can't think of it. It's not Matt Redman. Who is it that wrote a new version of Amazing Grace and they added, and like a flood, uh, his mercy reigns. Oh. And that phrase, always that actually slightly boils my potato. Like a flood, his mercy reigns. I'm thinking, like a flood, his mercy reigns. It seems like they're going halfway for a pun on reigns and flood. Yeah. And, and, and also, like a flood, yeah. his mercy reigns. It, it's, it, uh, you don't think of, of a flood reigning in a positive way. Like a flood is, yeah, is right. a natural it, disaster. Yeah, exactly. So... Uh, <laughs> 
since we're since we're you know criticizing the lyrics to uh, recent versions of Amazing Grace, yeah. I just thought I'd weigh in. The other the other boils my potato, and I know this boils your potato. No, we've people, only got like forty seconds. I know. If people go to mypillow.com or mystore.com and they don't use the code Eric, that boils nothing, your potatoes. I think perhaps nothing, nothing boils my potato to the extent that this does. Mike Lindell desperately needs your help. Go to mypillow.com, go to mystore.com, use the code Eric. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.